starting. I mean, it's going. So I don't know why it's not going for you. Share. Did you get it? Oh my god. You probably need to do something. Flex. Facebook and it says live is starting. It doesn't really say that it's streaming yet. I'm okay, there it goes. Now it says you are now live. Cool. That last bit, I don't know if it ever went past that initial screen. So Podbean's running, dude. Like, I don't know. Okay. Pull. Make a question. Can you hear Simba? And then option. Yep. Burrs. Yipper. And noper. Alright. I don't know. I just put a poll on what's the video. So if they can hear you, someone can vote yes. And if they can't, they can say no. And then that'll let me know what we need to do. But Podbean should be going like. I can't even resent you the invite because it's right there. There you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, pull. Can you hear somebody? <laughs> well, I guess it. I guess it just took a while to come through then. At just the right time, I guess. Oh, so you know... Okay, well, I don't... I don't... I can still hear you. Simba just entered the live studio. There you go. Connected with Simba. Okay, so Simba and I are now live. On Podbean, at least. I can still hear you. I don't know if any. <laughs> oh, do I really? I wonder. You know what? I bet it is. Hang on. I, th I think I may know what it is. Uh. My computer may be confusing which microphone to use. I don't know if I can use output, uh, input. There we go. Voice meter output is now my input. So, does that sound better? Um, what about that? Well, no, hang on. Input. It needs to be voice meter output if anyone is going to hear you. Oh no. Oh, okay. I mean, two different places. Uh, crap. Uh, I hope I didn't break my computer. Uh, oh yeah, I forget I'm supposed to. Oh, I am recording on Bandicam good. But also, like, whoops, there is sound. My poor computer. Okay, I'm actually going to stop on Bandicam. Um, good question. I don't know. Uh, sure, yeah. And then, if I can still hear you through everything, then we should be good. Voice meter output. Set default. Okay. Can you hear me any better? Hello? 
Hello? Hey. Keegan? Keegan? Keegan. 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 Oh, Can you hear me now? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, reload the web page because I just changed my default. Uh, it, for some reason, my computer thought the default needed to be a webcam microphone, which is not the case. It needs to be my boomer mic. Actually, needed close unused applications. Uh, okay, whatever. There we go. Uh, boom, ba -dum. All right. So you can still hear me. Yes, can you, yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. And myself. Cool. Oh. It's okay. I didn't hear myself that time. So we're just going to leave it as this. So if my input is my output and my output is my input, then I'm good. I know that sounds kind of ass backwards, but that's how Podbean does it. It's weird. Uh, not pot bean voice meter. Anyways, so now that we are officially <laughs> on Podbean and or Facebook, hello, hello, and welcome back to Retrieving Sanity, uh, co-host edition with DJ Simba. Ooh, ooh. I want to get those sounds. You know how like they do it on the radio. On the radio. Oh yeah. I mean, you can make the sounds all you want, but just don't be surprised if it's low quality. Oh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut with that one. Yeah, I, I, see what I mean? That you're like on this cutting thing. You're like talking about blades being sharpened and just cutting me left and right. Like I'm having a midlife crisis and you're like, cut. Uh, you're not even close to midlife crisis, my friend. But, okay, so... Uh, I know I've kind of touched on it before, and I know that you and I have spoken about being flexible. Uh, what do you think flexible really looks like? Flexible? It, I mean, I guess it depends on the situation and the circumstances, because, because like, 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 okay, like scheduling. I can be flexible with scheduling because I have zero life, but... With like mm -hmm. circumstances, it it depends what I what I feel is triggered or attacked. Because like if it's things I can work on or change or that I can see from a non-biased point, yeah, I can be flexible. Yeah. But if it's somewhere where I feel attacked, I have like zero. My, my anger and feelings get in my way, you know. Sometimes they get in your way. Yeah. For being flexible, or do you mean like a... what I mean is like say a situation happens and like getting moved into a new house, and my anger got in the way of like no, like I don't even want to be in this program because I don't want to be in that house. But truly, mm. getting to know these guys in the house, it's like I feel more comfortable, and I think they knew that I was gonna be more comfortable with these people, yeah. but uh -huh. I. I couldn't be flexible with that because I was so angry of the appearance of it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, but whenever you feel attacked, like what makes you inflexible? Well, like, so I used the same situation. I thought 
moving me into this house, which isn't the nice, not the nicest, isn't the cleanest. I thought that was the director tap because I'm known to be the cleanest house. And, or one of the cleanest houses. And not that that was the direct attack on me. Just, I don't even know why, really. It just felt that way. It felt that way because I felt like we had this strategic, on quotation, strategic way of uh-huh. making unnecessary moves to get reactions out of people. Uh-huh. So... The fact that I felt that it was tacked, or I just felt that way about it, I was instantly angry. Mm. But it's something that I changed, you know? Like, if had they tacked, like, the color of my hair, or things that I cannot change, it, mm. it would have been, I, I just realistically wouldn't have been able to be flexible on things like that. You think it's just because, like, uh, because it's not your choice, it therefore makes it to where you don't have to uh, accept responsibility, maybe? Yeah, or like even being the program, we living in the sober living, there's a lot of demands that come along with it, which makes my schedule impossible. Like, what works? When I can't do certain, I can't work certain schedule because of the requirements of the living condition. Yeah. Which I, I can totally be flexible to work any schedule, but because it's not my choice of the house rules, I can't. I can't. Mm. So would you say that there's a difference between flexibility and adaptability? Because I think there's a key difference, but I want to hear your perspective. You know, I, I don't know. I've never put much thought into that because I feel like, like you're, you're flexible until you adapt. And then once you adapt, you're like, all right, I'm in. I'm comfortable. I figured it out. Well, I mean, it can kind of be that way, but uh, adaptability for me is different because it's a actual direct action of what you're doing as the situation develops. Uh, flexibility means uh, it's more of a mental uh, mindset of uh, being willing to move uh to avoid obstacles you go around them or uh like someone has said is the like a certain tree i think they said it was a willow tree in the wind it'll move with the wind but because it's so flexible it'll sit there and it'll survive really tough storms and then the other ones like i think they said like uh oak tree or something where the wood isn't as flexible during a really bad storm it'll break because it didn't bend with it and so then adaptability means what are you doing as you're bending i i like that because the flexibility part flexibility means like you go around certain certain situation mm-hmm. like that that spoke to me. I like that. All right. Uh, let's see. There's no one on Facebook Live yet. That's totally fine. Or in the room. I wonder if uh, the time of day we do this really matters and it being Sunday. I keep forgetting that it's Sunday. Yesterday felt like it was Friday because of that stupid. But it's also meeting. Memorial Weekend. This is true. This is true. This is true. I do forget that too. See, you gotta be flexible with this. I am. See, that's a great thing. I'm. I am being flexible. Or as best. Yeah, you're being very flexible with my schedule, especially. 
<laughs> I'm trying. I mean, there's not much else I can do. So that hey, brings up to... right now. What me? No. Oh, oh. Um, my schedule here. Here. Oh. Yeah, don't do that. You got like two weeks. That's like one of the people that I had in high school. She had like, what, two or three weeks left of uh, high school before she graduated and was done with it. She dropped out and moved uh, to another state for her girlfriend. That's a little different. (laughs) Yeah. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. You're two weeks away from graduating. If you left, you'd be no better than what uh, Courtney or Andrew did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Courtney got put up, but I knew Andrew, he left right before, like, I think the week of graduation. Uh, no, I think, I don't, well, I thought Courtney went out on his own. Unless he got in trouble for doing what he did. And then Andrew, he definitely left on his own. But then he came back for, for like, whoa, hello, what was that? Did you hear that? Uh, alien noise? Um, what in the world was that? I have uh, That was very strange. Okay. So, one day, after I had you, maybe I should have talked to you about this topic before, but like maybe we can do an episode of difference between powerlessness and consequences. Because I was telling her, she told me to write down some situations where I see myself powerless, alcohol, and drugs. And I told her, well, I ended up getting like going to jail for public intoxication. She like those are consequences. That's not. Powerlessness to it, and so I had to go back to mm-hmm. the drawing board because a lot of the things that I had were consequences to my powerlessness. Huh. And I, I mean, now I understand the difference, but forever and beyond, I used to confuse that. Oh, I went to jail, so I was powerless over well, I mean, no, that is exactly what Lieutenant Kelly would say, because, yeah, that's a consequence. Uh, your powerlessness would be more or less saying, okay, well, this time I'm only going to have three shots, and you end up drinking the whole bottle. And you end up drinking the whole bottle, even though you know you have an important, like, appointment to go to and you still get super fucked because you're like well uh, i just had one another one won't hurt okay i had the third one i said i was going to stop on and then another one won't hurt another one won't hurt and it just runs in that cycle when we're being on this subject i feel like for me it was more adaptability just flexibility because there was no going around the drug like there was going around life and responsibility but only so that i because i was adapting to addition life like like i fully existed drugs i might not have been a hardcore user but hardcore user i fully existed for drugs so, so wait, you're saying you weren't flexible? Not in addition, because like if it had to do with drugs, it, it wasn't in my life. Mm. Like, mm. It, it's just, it, it just, even a job, like, if we weren't using that job, I wasn't working. Even if it meant I could get money to go do drugs, it just, it, it, you know, it, it, you know. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, uh, one of the best ways you don't get a hangover is to be uh, perpetually drunk. So that was, like, where my powerlessness kind of uh, lied at because I, I, like, after a certain point, I knew 
that just one shot, one drink would open up the floodgate. And uh, what's that line in the book? I was power. Uh, I had no defense against the first drink. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm trying to reply to our guest in the chat. Yep. We are trying to decide. Decide. What flexibility and adaptability mean and how to utilize them. Ta da! Yeah. So, like so yeah, we're trying to. Recovery say what? Just, I, I feel like recovery uh, for me is more about flexibility. Well, it's also a bit of both because, uh, so the flexibility aspect does come into play because if you're too steadfast in your feelings, you're going to get knocked all over the place because having your head in your chest space is going to leave you real vulnerable. And whenever you're that vulnerable, you either shut everyone out or you let everything hurt you. And so it's kind of knowing when to pull it back a little bit. Uh, it's knowing how much of yourself to invest into a situation and when to call it like uh, to stop while you're on top, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's one of the things about adaptability though I think, like I said, it's more of an action base because as a situation develops, you have to start taking a different route. Uh, but upon taking that certain route, you have to be flexible in your emotions too because, like, say, uh, you invested yourself into something like, uh, let's just go with, like, the stock market. You invested so much in the stock market, but now you notice that everything is starting to tank. Uh, or you have a feeling about it, but you also don't want to because you believe in the stock that you just invested in. Do you go ahead and pull your money out and walk out while you're on top? Or do you let it sit there and then crash and then you beat yourself up because you didn't take it out in the first place? Man, man. that would be a tough position like the broker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then, like, are you going to shoot the broker? Uh, he's just the one doing your job. <laughs> he's hel helping you out. Let's see. What does, uh, Saba, what do you think flexibility and adaptability is like? I feel like it, it, it's almost instinctual It's almost what? Like an instinct for us to either adapt. It's like a, I don't know, like I feel like sometimes I go into survivor mode and only adapt to survive. See, I don't think it is innate. Um, uh, <laughs> I was sorry, Saba. Well, hopefully, we can hope you get an understanding of adaptability and flexibility with this episode or with this live stream, whatever it technically is. Um, but uh, I don't think that adaptability is innate because um, kind of like what you were saying with crows, uh, they'll sit there and they'll try something. And if it doesn't work, they'll try something different. But uh, one of the things like, in addiction is that we lose our sanity. We start thinking these insane thoughts and we might be going about it different, but the thing is that the consequence is almost always the exact same thing, but we tell ourselves it's different. So, say what? No, yeah, I was thinking that we tell ourselves something that it's different or like we're doing something different. Mm-hmm. But we kind of are and we aren't. But that adaptability would come more like 
okay, now you have to go use this to substitute because you couldn't get your DOC or, and that's a bad kind of adaptability. I think, <laughs> adaptability, yeah, you see what I mean? Um, and so adaptability, I don't think is really innate um, because, well, maybe just a little bit because it is more of a survival instinct to a point. But if you don't know what is possible to do, you can't. It's kind of like that whole you don't know what you don't know unless you know what you don't know. But then you know. But no, what if you don't know what you don't know? You can only know what you don't know. Yeah, you can only know what you don't know. But you don't know what you don't know. Like, that's why you can learn something new every day because... It's something that you've never thought about. And then, bam, it comes up and it says, look, here I am. And adaptability is being able to take that information and apply it elsewhere. Flexibility would be how you're applying it to your actions. That was a good way to put it. I'll be here all day. Making fun of me. <laughs> No, I'm not trying to. Oh, it doesn't come off that way. Well, we did have a someone pop on in and say hi, and she liked the show, so she's not here, but big shout-out to Saba. That's pretty cool. Um, I also put the link on Facebook. Um, so people could actually call in if they want to. And let me see if I can get AR on. Active 37 minutes ago. All right. Let's see if he pops on. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, Saba's back. Hey. Welcome back, Saba. Um. Uh, so, Simba, do you think Nehemiah teaches more flexibility or adaptability or neither? Or both? I think they teach neither. But in mm. I think we learn both. You know? Because we're... I, it's almost like they enforce neither because there's no comfortability. And we know that from the beginning. There's no consistency and there's no explanation. There's almost like no rhyme or reason sometimes. And we, we learn, we have to learn to adapt to the new situations and to be flexible when it's changing, as it's changing. And that flexibility is more along the lines of the emotional. And you're wrong, they are consistent but they're consistent about being inconsistent. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but yeah, they do try to secondhand teach you a whole bunch of different things. Because um, like, uh, I don't know if you ever went through Lieutenant Kelly's uh, conflict management uh, classes, but that stuff was like straight up spelt out and having explanations. Uh, what you can do, what you probably shouldn't do, what certain conflicts look like. Um, but seeing that adaptability and flexibility aren't really things you can necessarily teach. You can describe them and give examples and stuff, but it's I think it's one of those that you really have to put to the test and get your own personal experience about it. Um, if we don't. Uh, Seth asks, if we don't have flexibility, how can we have it? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, if we don't have flexibility, how can we have it? Well, having it, um, I think it requires a little bit of uh, desperation, a little bit of a willingness to bend. Um, having reached the end of your rope in certain situations uh you only really have one choice is to change and 
or be flexible because after being hurt enough times, you kind of learn a pattern. And with that pattern, you have to decide if you're going to do anything about it next time. Uh, because a lot of patterns pop up because we don't learn a lesson. So that's kind of how I think it. But flexibility, yeah, it's hard to teach. Like, uh, let's say, um, uh, oh, here's one. Like, you just had a really bad day at work, right? And you just want to go home. You just want to rest. And you just want to just unwind because it was a long, hard day. And as soon as you get home, you're sitting there. You get your shoes off at the front door if you do that kind of thing. Uh put your keys up and everything. <laughs> Not everyone does that, Simba. Um, but then, so you're sitting there, you're at home and you're like, ah, oh, yes, I can finally relax. Like take all this load off. And then as soon as you enter the living room, the lights turn on, there's a disco ball that just starts flashing strobe lights everywhere. And everyone is in your living room throwing you a surprise birthday party a day early. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, how are you going to react to that? I that... need some new friends. <laughs> oh, Sabbath, don't do that. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I need some new friends that are willing to do that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that is definitely a good one to have friends do that, but yes have it don't do that see that is kind of what i'm meaning about being flexible like you just had a bad day you want to relax you want to unwind and then this super crazy thing just happened in front of you do you sit there do you blow up and tell everyone to pack up and get out maybe show up tomorrow or do you sit there and like kind of go oh hey like you have to take that mental step back to realize that what's going on and how much time and effort and uh, thoughtfulness went into all that, you know, and are you going to accept the party that you didn't really want, but maybe it's one that you deserve because you've done really, really great all year through a whole bunch and you're progressing in your career and everyone's like, Hey, let's do this really nice thing for them. And then you get there. Like if you were to just tell everyone, go home, like, how many bridges would that burn just right there? <laughs> yeah. I have emotion and feelings. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that would be some awesome friends because, yeah, like, I don't know. Because it sounds like you're the type of friends that realize you've been having a rough time and, like, you, like, they see, you know, like, you need a surprise birthday party. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they need a surprise birthday party. This man needs a surprise birthday party. We have to do this. Right? Like, I can see that happening, especially if, say, you're one of those people that doesn't like a birthday party, and everyone's like, hey, like, let's just do it. Uh, they deserve to have a great one. We'll show them what a real birthday party is, and then he'll like birthdays after that. Because think about it, you know, really pull off a surprise birthday party takes a lot of fucking quietness, a lot of planning, and a lot of precision, yeah. precise, like, not letting the person find out. Like, you have to party well, somewhere yeah. else, you have to, you like, there's so much that goes into the hiding part that... It's like if you truly can pull off a surprise birthday party, like kudos to you because, like, who would give like, that? Well, you know what my first question would actually be: huh. How the hell did you get into my house? That's easy to Saba, <laughs> I think my facial expressions will tell them what. Uh, tell them to go to hell. <laughs> That's fair, Seba. That's very fair. Facial expressions are one of those things that uh, you don't really get to choose 
what happens to your face in a split second, and then you have just a split second to change it back. <laughs> but people can see the change, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's not, he didn't like this. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, see, I feel like those are one of those situations that, like, I have to go through to know. So, like, if you're my friend, mm-hmm. maybe next year on May 26th, I will expect some sort of surprise birthday party. Okay, we'll see. How will I ever know? Well, see, no, that's, it, it's not going to work now. Because you just said, I want a surprise birthday party for my birthday. Or a day before my birthday. And we can't have that because you just said that you're going to have one, that you'd need one. And so all year, you're going to be looking forward to this day. And the surprise is, there's no surprise birthday party. Because you already knew that the party was going to be there by the time you got there. No, look. (laughs) Saba... If you're expecting a surprise birthday party, would it still be considered a surprise birthday party? Y'all need I... to learn to be flexible with me. <laughs> I don't know if... What do you mean, say something else? That's <laughs> Because now, if y'all are flexible with me knowing, it should work. But that doesn't mean anything. And I'll adapt to the surprise birthday party. Okay, so we're going to throw it in your bathroom. <laughs> okay, it's going to get really cramped. But, I mean... <laughs> I, I mean... I can get to find some clowns and get a clown car. If Jeff would, would like that. Are you going back to Liquid too? You know, they're, they're, I'm just... I'm I'm going back to that house one way or another. Fair enough, dude. It got really weird over there. Like it. Uh, so the two times that I was moving out of the house, the house meeting that preceded me moving, it was like watching Jeff and Pete go at it with each other. I was like, oh no, like this is super awkward. Like, hey guys, I know we just had this like emotional uprising. But I'm leaving. I'll see y'all later. Flexibility. <laughs> that was also definitely really quick. Like, hey, I swear I didn't plan it to go this way. I just wanted everyone to know. And then y'all just had to make it awkward. <laughs> Whoa, what? Like the positions that they serve. Are they in the same positions? Yeah, like, what, what, are, what do they argue about? Like, oh, just like, uh, uh, the other Jeff, I think, told him this, like, uh, told the other Jeff. So, Jeff told the other Jeff, uh, to lay off all, uh, lay off on all the Oxford stuff. Um, and then Pete, oh. yeah, and then Pete doesn't like a whole bunch of stuff, and it was just there was a bunch of different stuff that just popped up, and it was little stuff too. Uh, and I think uh, Mustache Jeff handled it all really rather well, because uh, he kept a really calm demeanor and like didn't show that it was actually like pissing him the hell off but you also know how he is he'll sit there and he'll be super quiet but he'll say just the right things so yeah but um uh let's see uh do 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 yeah um so adaptability do you think that that is one uh okay let's say is adaptability or flexibility uh, more important or more important in recovery regards? Definitely. So if I had to choose, if I had to say which one was more important for me, it would have Mm -hmm. flexibility. Yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking too. 
because until I can get to a place where I'm a little bit more grown into my recovery, because like you got to think about it, I I'm going this round just five months into sobriety, but like but, I haven't I'm been in recovery. I'm going over like two years. Two years. But it's still like I'm still I still have relapsed in recovery, so mm-hmm. I'm still like learning this new way of life. And the thing is that like I catch myself when I'm like self-loathing or mm-hmm. in the self-pity or anger and resentment, and um, I used to catch myself and just leave it at that, be like, oh okay, at least it didn't go further than that. But now I catch myself and I'm like, so why? Did I react this way? What's the, the you know, the underlying feeling, and how can I, 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 I work on this? You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like I, I have to be flexible with the things that, that I do and say with my sponsor, or choose not to say with my sponsor because, like, I, I was thinking about how my responsibility to her is that I chose to work the steps with her and Mm -hmm. that entails calling her when things are wrong or like i'm feeling some type of way not thinking that oh i don't have to tell her these things because they're not as important well everything has a little bit of import especially like you're doing your step four or five you've got to be real thorough on that um and sabbath asks I thought that recovery is the first step of having flexibility. Um, yeah, I know, right? That's actually a really good question. Um, so, yeah, she actually, uh, she, I don't know if that's a she. I'm sorry, Saba. Um, I guess for some reason, Saba sounds like a female name. So, uh, I'm just going to call you Saba. We're just going to do that. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I apologize. Yeah, that yeah, that that's my bad. But uh, no, that's a very good point. Um, you have to be flexible uh, with uh, the first step because it requires you to kind of be broken. It kind of it has you sitting there and go like, oh, okay, that's it. I give up. What can I do? How can I? do this um and then yeah and see right there um so one thing simple i've come to know is that uh this disease of choice addiction is actually a paradox of choices because we start to use use, uh, a choice then we don't choose to be addicted but we have to have the choice to get out of it it's a choice that starts it and a choice that ends it. And so being flexible requires you to be, uh, the first step requires you to be flexible because in that way you're saying, look, what I'm doing doesn't work. I'm ready for something else. Like uh, that's whenever you start rolling with the punches a little bit different, I think. And then from there you just, start working the steps with the sponsor but that's also the thing is that whenever you are flexible in the first step you're probably honestly telling yourself every time that you want to stop because i think if you don't have enough desperation you won't get there and being flexible yeah go on Oh, I was uh, going to say that being flexible really just gives you that chance to do something new, to be willing to do something new. Anyways, you're, uh, go for it, Simba. What were you about to say? Prove it time and time again with being in the program because you see different types of recoveries, different types of rock bottoms and powerlessness. But you pick up, mm-hmm. not just people's recovery, but you pick up where, um, on like 
desperation level. You know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And some like you people, like Some people are not willing to be like, okay, so me. Mm -hmm. I, was not, I was willing to give up all the work that I had done here over one small moment. You know, yeah. Like, are you willing to do whatever it takes? You know, at mm -hmm. that point, there's very little flexibility. You yeah. kind of got to go and adapt with what changes going through. Okay. I, I challenge. I want to challenge that with it's not adaptability in your thinking or feeling. It's adaptability as you're being put in a new apartment that isn't great. So what are you going to do to make that apartment yours again? You can see, yeah, see, like, you can sit there and you can be mad that, oh, man, this apartment, like, freaking sucks. But are you like so you can think that but whenever you're being flexible you go okay well i can see the situation for what it really is and then you go instead of just going to your room laying on the bed do you start sweeping the floor um yeah does that make sense yeah like it started instead of like start being part of a, of a solution Mm -hmm. That would be more adaptability, is some kind of action to help you get through a point of having to be flexible. I'm so glad you touched on that subject because that's essentially what like everyone's been telling me to do. You know, like why don't you just come in there, like don't do it for them, but just like be part of the solution. Like you, mm -hmm. like, obviously, I know what the solution is. To get, yeah. But am I just going to sit here and wait for, like, a sitting duck? Wait for No, like, I have to put my, like, if my desperation level says get up and do it, mm -hmm. I'm going to get up and do it. Yeah. 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 Um, and see, that's a, so with flexibility, it's more emotional, and adaptability is the action. Because you can be adaptable without being flexible. So, like, say you got to dig a six-foot hole, and it's 12 feet wide. Uh, like, yeah, you can sit there, and you can start digging, and you can complain the whole time you're digging, uh, but you're not being flexible in your mental state, and so it's going to wear you down even more and make you just hate it that much more. It'll make you build a resentment. And if you sit there and you just go... Well, this is going to suck, but then you change your mind uh, mindset and think, well, if it's just one shovel at a time. I'll get it eventually. And then you start doing it, then you've adapted and become flexible to the situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, and someone else just popped in on the Facebook, but I don't know who it is. It just tells me I have a viewer. So, hi, viewer of the live stream. I don't know who you are, but stick around. Or actually, first, let me know if you can hear Simba or not, because he's on the phone on Podbean. So, technically, the way I have it set up, you should be able to hear him, but I don't know. It's our Sabbath asks, what? How can be adaptable without flexibility? Uh, so adaptable without flexibility would look more like, again, you're doing what you need to do to, uh, to get whatever it is done, but you're not changing your mindset. Uh, like, uh, let's another, what's another good analogy? Um, some of you come up with one being adaptable without flexibility because for me it would be you're doing what you need to do but you're not changing your mindset 
and allowing other information to come in. It's like you're closing your mind. Well, it's like me laying in bed. Mm. No, I mean, just knowing what needs to be done about it, but choosing not to. Or just like going around it, being like, well, the solution is move me apartment. Mm-hmm. But that's totally not the solution. No, not really. No, there's no stability in there. Uh-uh. <laughs> See? Uh, first, you should change your mindset and then work, isn't it? Yes, Sabbath, I agree. Uh, change your mindset and then change your work to match what you're thinking, essentially. Um, and I think that's where a lot of... I think being flexible and adaptable is actually crucial for growth. Um, because if you stay uh, in your same mindset, if you stay in uh, the same actions that you've done time and time again, you're going to sit there and you're not going to get anywhere because you're not doing anything new. Um, it's kind of like getting stuck in that thought loop. Like one of the worst thought loops you can get into is being upset or resentful towards yourself. And then you get upset and resentful towards yourself for feeling resentful towards yourself. And so it's just a never ending cycle of resentfulness towards yourself. And the only way you can break that is if, you start to change your mindset towards yourself. And that's hard to do. But it all comes about through actions. Because your actions, uh, they start from the inside and then they go outward. And then as outward things start to happen, what you produce outward, it actually starts to fill you back in. So if you want good, you got to do good. If you want bad, you're going to do bad. I know it sounds kind of cliche and silly, but I think that's kind of how it works. Uh, anyone fail who's thoroughly followed our path? <laughs> it's such a what? Oh, dude, yeah. But that was written in like the 1930s, uh, 39, wasn't it? And so, like, English has developed a lot. Like, one of my favorite newest words that has been around this decade has been yeet. Let me just yeet that. What is, what is that Imagine mean? if... Say what? What does that mean? Yeet? Uh, it's to just... Uh, Saba, how would you describe yeet? Y-E-E-T. Hello, humble dog. Yeet, as in Y-E-E-T. Uh, really, it's just like throwing something with a bunch of force, just going, yeah, like throwing it out a window. That's what yeet is. I love it. Love it. But see, like, uh, so imagine if the AA book were written with today's language. It would be so weird. It would probably have uh, emojis in it, too. Because I guess we're going back to speaking with hieroglyphs, and I can't do that. <laughs> and see, now I'd have to, I'd have to adapt to that because I'd also have to be flexible. Because, well, it's something new to me. Uh, like I already have a hard time doing it because I don't do it. But if that's the way everyone else starts to communicate through emojis only, I'll have to learn and change my mindset, and then adapt to it by learning how to interpret and then. Uh, put emojis back over. <laughs> just, just, just. And the that, well, I mean, so just look at like Saba's uh, reaction, a laughing face with the okay sign. Like, see, it, it's already happening. That people just communicate with emojis. It's basically hieroglyphs. History repeats itself, dude. I don't know if that's a good way to look at it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't think, I don't think so. Mm, I, I mean, it's a, cool, it's a cool, funny, realistic way to look at it because, like, yeah, it's your. It is hard. Look. 
Mm-hmm. And people are starting to use it all the time. Each one means something else. So, bye, humble dog. Um, oh, and thank you, Seba, for sticking around. It's actually nice having someone in. Uh, energy divine. Hello. So, for those that are new here, we're talking about adaptability and flexibility and what they mean and how we can utilize them. Ooh. Wants to call in. And I, oh, never mind. That popped up real quick and then went away. Allow call in. All right. Let's try it. As long Thank you for Grand day to you all. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, I'm successful in yourself. Oh, I like that. Successful. Um, I'm optimistic. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You got a choice here. You are the author of your story. What are we going to go with? <laughs> that is very true. And so we're talking about adaptability and flexibility. And that mm -hmm. would be really a crucial part in being your own author because well are you going to let someone else dictate how your book reads or are you going to take over and start doing something about it exactly so uh this is the first time we've had a call in actually so it's nice to meet you uh my name is keegan host of retrieving sanity and uh my co-host simba uh he is currently uh, in a program that we both went through, and he is my co-host. So we're trying to get stuff uh, rolling before uh, we start doing more live episodes with each other. I understand. I'm over there at Milkshake Derby. I have my own platform here as well. I started about three weeks ago. So yeah, so, welcome to the community and you know, may you flourish in this. Um definitely, you know, I wish you prosperity in this. And it's a and worthy problem. Well, thank you very much. And I wish you all the best as well. And I'm having a ball, trust me. I got over 30 some odd uh podcasts done, unpublished. So you know you can publish or not uh -huh. at the IDs. Uh, sorry, what was that last part? I said that you can publish any one of your live shows if you decide to, just so you both know Keegan and Simba, I am following you now. Sweet. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, that means a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm I know, right. And I can't wait for the countdown to get there so I can send up the little heart. <laughs> You know, I was showed so much love when I got here to this podcast. I'm going to keep it moving. You know what they say? Play it forward. Yeah. Yep. That is very true. Got to pay it forward. Otherwise, it's not really, uh, well. It's stagnant if you don't. Yep. Yeah, stagnant. Uh, so, hang on, let's see. And then. I hit follow you. There we go. Sweet. All right. Uh, so what do you like doing your podcast about, if I may ask? Oh, well, we'll see. We're, uh, we speak on uh, different uh, topics, meaning, meaning the nine major facets of activity that we all indulge in as a species. That's economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. And we allow call-ins to come in and, you know, give up their point of view, you know, because we all are looking at this elephant from different portions. And um, hopefully that we can all gain from each other uh, a different point of view to help us expand our flexibility and adaptability and everything. So, um, and we, I play music in my podcast. I'm still working mine out, so I'm playing it from a different apparatus. Sometimes it's a CD and it's skipping. I don't care. 
And uh, I might be running the music from a different cell phone just so I can have the music content there. And it's always music that's about uplifting the people and nothing grading anyone. Um, it's just talking to you and reminding you of who and what you truly are, you know? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that. Milkshake derbies. Check me out. And now I don't have a set time and everything. I'm still working on the schedule, but I'm looking to probably post at least five days out of the seven day cycle oh wow yeah that's a it's got to keep you busy uh <laughs> i'm writing my story remember i'm the author so i'm not bogged down by the nine to five and the time clocks and the you know these types of things i actually get to orchestrate my day and i attempt to do it mindfully you know sweet that's mm-hmm. i like that perspective because like uh I know for me, I have a technically eight to five job I have to do, but I've started to make time in between. Like since uh, they make me have to take a one hour lunch that's unpaid, I'll actually just sit there. And since I'm not getting paid, I was like, well, I might as well start making more content uh, to help bring awareness to like the human condition, addiction, which I have come to define it as the disease of choice. Um and since I'm an alcoholic addict, uh, what better way to help people understand it than have those that are afflicted speak about their perspective and try to help other people understand that, yes, we had a choice whenever we first started to use, but we didn't have a choice whenever we became addicted. Um, and so to be our own author again, we have to make another choice to get help to do something different and that's kind of where uh i mean all this is like kind of came from while i was in the minute Maya. uh i was thinking about a podcast but it is also like now just maybe stick with tiktok and then simba uh he actually was my first roommate at uh sober living house and we'd have great conversations great topics and so with his help, I, it really made it seem like a reality that we could do it. And so here we are. Uh, this has been going since uh, January. And I try to get uh, one, maybe two episodes out every weekend. But like uh, like you said, being the author of my own story, I'm trying to get uh, even more and just keep it going. So it's with support that I can keep going. And I love it. As long as I, I, I feel you on that one, brother, you know, and, and it's uh, congratulations, you know, on the fact that you got addicted. Mm, how can she say that? Congratulations. Yeah, it's a lesson some people won't even realize. They won't even acknowledge the fact that they have an addiction that's controlling their circumstances more than, you know, they thought it would, you know, and the fact that you all are seeking, you know, the assistance to come out of that experience because no one's going to have to stay in certain experience their entire life you know if you see those opportunities like you young sons are obviously have seen by going into these particular um institutions to get this help do you didn't do, do know this that you write stories to be better trust and believe now you just got to trust the process believe in yourself and continue to lean on your imagination and always imagine yourself great, never less than. Ooh, I like that. Um, let's see, Saba, I have to go next to meet you. Good, uh, good rest of the day, Saba. Good to have you on, and uh, we'll hopefully see you again in the next live. So, you have a good one, Saba, and then Simba, you just texted me saying that you're about to have to go as well, correct? Yeah, I have to do some step work and meet with my sponsor. All right. Noble causes. Need both of those. It is a noble cause. It's for a good reason. Now, if you just said you had to go change your laundry from the washer to the dryer and just decided to leave the podcast altogether right then, I'd be like, really, dude? Like, come on. But then I'd have to be flexible and adaptable going, oh, well, I guess I'm doing a solo show. Here we go. (laughs) 
but um yeah man this was a good one i like this one that people can join in yes i know that's uh one of the things i saw with the call in i was like i wonder if anyone's actually going to do it and then we had it happen so i'm excited about that and uh i'm taking it as a good sign of things to come because yeah i am super duper excited and uh yeah thank you simba for uh taking time out of your day and program to do this with me and then uh milkshake derby uh what was your name i didn't i'm still here i'm just in the middle of something as well oh you're good uh i don't think i caught your name what was it energy divine l but you can just call me energy okay okay all right (laughs) yeah i do too thank you energy um it was great to have you hop on. I wish uh, we had a little bit more time. Oh, you get ready we to get off? Kind of, uh, yeah, Simba has uh, to go meet up with his sponsor and stuff like that. And then I got uh, some house stuff to take care of, actually. So. Okay. Well, like I said, I am following you and Simba both. So I look forward to, you know, speaking and building with you all later. All right. Awesome. And I'll one of your lives and i'll hop on whenever i can that's what's up peace and love wholeness peace and love bye-bye all right simba you still there dude that was so cool i love that people can randomly jump on and like their input because it kind of i like it connected within you you know to connect with other people yeah dude dude, that was actually really cool uh that was a first and so they send a request and then i tell them if they can or not and i can have one two three four five six so eight all together so you and me and six other people could all be on this yeah, I know. I can't wait till you have your computer and stable internet connection because I'm sure you could hear uh, energy really well, right? Yeah, I could hear her very well. I could hear everyone in the background of her very well. Yeah, like she has a good. And so whenever we get you with a laptop and that one microphone I have, you're going to sound a whole lot better now, too, because you can tell you're on the phone. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it is what it is. Oh, and since this one didn't uh have music, I will publish this one. Yeah. Okay. 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 But um I think it is time for both of us to go. And so We'll publish this one. Another shout out to Saba, uh, first person to really stick around and listen. And then huge shout out to Energy, first person to do call in. So, yep. Yes, sir. But until next time, we will keep in contact and then we'll figure out another time to do a live stream. But until then, Sean, DJ Simba out.